Hey everyone, welcome back to Unlock Meaning, where we explore the strategies and tools to live a life of meaning and significance in every season of your life. I'm your host, David Brolman, and I dream that you can live a life filled with purpose and passion. Thank you for tuning in to become happier, more fulfilled, and more passionate. Each week, I'm revealing tips, strategies, and mindsets that enable me to live a life of purpose and significance as a Christ follower, scientist, and executive biotech leader, and humanitarian. I'm also having conversations with people from all around the world who stopped playing it safe and instead shoot for something bigger that will make this world a better place so that you can gain new perspectives on living life with meaning and purpose. You can also find us on MyMeaningInLife.com. Let's get started. Missing out is a feeling that we've all experienced. Whether it's on a party, an opportunity, or a relationship, the pain of missing out is real. But what if I told you that you don't have to miss out anymore? In this episode, I'm going to talk about something that a lot of people are struggling with nowadays. The fear of missing out, or FOMO for short. A lot of us feel like we're missing out on something when we see other people's lives on social media. But what if I told you that those lives aren't as great as they seem? That's right. In this episode, I'm going to show you why you should be happy that you're not missing out on anything. Why do we sometimes feel like we're missing out on something in life? I believe the answer to that question comes down to identifying what we believe is the most critical thing to us. If we lack what we perceive as the most important element in our lives, but see others around us who have it, we feel bereft and cheated. All through my 20s and 30s, I saw my friends having fun with their soulmates and moving on to fulfilling lives with beautiful families while I was stuck in my singleness. And I felt I was missing out. I'm a loser, I thought. I don't get to enjoy the richness of a life of Tunis. Over time, I became desperate and fearful that I wouldn't be able to fully catch up with my friends, or even worse, may never obtain what I wanted most, a soulmate and a family. I was miserable because I was comparing my life with theirs and concentrating on all that I was lacking. That's the problem. And the reason that we often feel like we're missing out, because God gives us what we need, which is not necessarily the same as what we want. We need to trust him to understand difference. Another component of feeling like we are missing out on something occurs when we compare that, what we have with what others possess. Looking around, we might think, it's not fair. Jeff has a brilliant wife and two adorable kids. Being single, we may feel as if Jeff has a much better life than we do. It would be advantageous for us to look at his situation in another way by replacing the world better with different. As in Jeff has a different life than I do. 
Do you know, God gives us each what we need when we need it, which may not be the same as the gifts of our friends and neighbors receive from him. So don't waste your time comparing your life to the lives of others. Your life is different. Trust God to provide for you as he does for all his children. Let's try to understand why we are not missing out. According to Luke's gospel, everything in Anna's life was going according to plan. She and her boyfriend got engaged and then were married in a beautiful ceremony attended by friends and family. The first few years as a young couple were even more amazing than she had imagined. They started preparing for the children they planned to have together. Smiling at her handsome husband with his curly dark brown hair, she asked him, Who do you think they will look like more? You or me? Then one day in their seventh year of marriage, Anna's husband complained of not feeling well. He was pale and running a fever. So she tucked him into bed saying, Get some rest. I'm sure you'll feel better in the morning. Instead, his condition deteriorated rapidly. His fever skyrocketed and then every breath became difficult. Worried, Anna sent for a doctor, but her young husband died before help arrived. With her husband's death, Anna's dreams were shattered. And she lost hope, all her hopes for a secure future, because in her country of Israel, a widow's life was very difficult. Luke wrote that after her husband's death, Anna remained a widow for the rest of her long life, 84 years, which was considered quite old 2,000 years ago. She never got remarried and never had children, so she probably felt she was missing out on many of the dreams she had as a young woman. What do you do if your dream of finding a soulmate does not come true? You did everything right. You prayed went to counseling, read relationship books, put your best picture on an online dating platform or even several, and even discovered your purpose as a single. But yet, you have not found a lasting relationship. Look around, see people who are getting married and having children. Do you believe you are missing out? Even though it might seem like you're missing out on some of the good things of life, during your singleness. In fact, this season provides you with ample gifts and rewards that more than make up for your perceived deficits. Consider the following reasons for rejoicing. Reason number one, no one directs your life better than God. Do you remember Anna's story? Did she miss out on the good things of life? Well, let's see how her story continues. After the tragic twist of her life, she made the temple her home, serving as a prophetess there. And one morning, she saw a couple approaching with their baby. As they got closer, she realized that the baby was the Messiah. All Jews had been waiting for many, many years. According to the gospel we read, coming up at that very hour, she began to give thanks to God and to speak of him to do all who were waiting for the redemption of Jerusalem. Anna may not have realized her girlhood dream of having a family, but God more than made it up to her 
by allowing her to meet the infant Jesus and be there for his presentation at the temple. God had a special plan for Anna and revealed it to her. And like Anna, we all must trust God to show us his plan for our lives. Realize he's all-knowing and his plan is perfect. We read in the Bible and we know that for those who love God, all things work together for good. For those who are called according to his purpose. Romans 8 verse 28. Even if you feel overlooked, remember God's promise. Your Father in heaven weaves together every detail of your life, including your dream to live in a romantic relationship. Following his plan will allow you to live the best life possible. Reason number two, by letting go, you embrace God's perfect plan. I'm not suggesting that you forget your dream. I believe we should recognize our desire to be married, but we should never let it become our sole focus or our idol. We must remember our ultimate goal in life is to serve God. And we can do it when we are single, divorced, widowed, or married. Do you know in the book of Genesis, Abraham complained about missing out on an important part of his life because he never had a son. When God finally granted him his son Isaac at age 100, yes, 100, the answer to Abraham's prayers became his idol upon whom he lavished all his attention. And one day God issued a command to Abraham. He said, take your son, your only son Isaac, whom you love, and go to the land of Moriah and offer him. What? Are you serious? I'm not letting go. Let's see what Abraham did. Actually, he did let go. God told him that he must obey his will and serve him no matter what he may want to do instead. And when Abraham did as commanded, God was pleased. He said, by myself, I have sworn, declares the Lord, because you have done this and have not withheld your son, your only son. I will surely bless you and I will surely multiply your offspring. If we focus exclusively on our dream of getting married, we will miss out on what God plans for us to do during our single season. But by trusting in his perfect plan for your life, we will reap the rewards he has in store. Now, reason number three for rejoicing. When we put God first, miracles happen. In the words of the psalmist, give God the right to direct your life. And as you trust him along the way, you'll find he pulled it off perfectly. Psalm 37 verse 5. We cannot instantly change our relationship status from single to married. It just doesn't work like that life. Heaven knows we often may want to, and some of us have endured an extended single season. Yes, it is hard and sometimes is very long, which can be very frustrating. But in the grand scheme of things, this doesn't matter because finding someone special is not the key to overcoming the fear of missing out. The only way to do that is to turn your back from the lack and toward the one who gives abundance. We read in the book of Psalms, May God the utmost delight. That is how we overcome FOMO, by understanding God wants the best for our lives and he always has our best interest in mind. 
which is not to say he delivers on our every request. No, sometimes he does not give us what we want because the time is not right. And sometimes he wants us to grow more first. And other times our wishes are not fulfilled because God plans to give us something even better than we imagined. However, in the end, he will provide for all our needs and we will not miss out on all the good that he has in store for us. Now, you may ask me, but how in the world can you promise me I will never miss out? Well, I am not a prophet, of course, nor am I one of those speakers who guarantees wealth if you do that a few simple steps. No, life doesn't work like that. But I'm quoting a promise Jesus made at his longest recorded speech on the Sermon on the Mount. He said, steep your life in God's reality, God initiative, God provisions. Don't worry about missing out. You will find all your everyday human concerns will be met. Matthew chapter 6, verse 33. So if we put God first, we will not miss out. It does not mean that you'll get the Ferrari or the beautiful house or the dream job, the magic encounter with your future soulmate or things you've requested in your prayers. No. What Jesus is saying here is this. Stop this comparison game because it makes you desperate. Instead, focus on the relationship with your perfect father in heaven who knows us better than we know ourselves. Make God the utmost delight and pleasure of your life, and he will provide for you what you desire the most. Here's reason number four. God's gifts will overflow your cup. That's what David said in Psalm 23, verse 5. He said, David, because his cup overflowed, was his saying that he was not missing out, and he was not missing anything. Also, the half-brother of Jesus, James, he said, in his epistle, every good gift and every perfect gift is from above, coming down from the Father of lights, with whom there is no variation or shadow to change. I want to receive God's perfect gift in all seasons of my life, especially while single. So why do I sometimes forget God has a perfect plan for my life, whether I'm single or not? Perhaps I lose sight of his omnipotent goodness and become afraid he has forgotten me and my needs or our enemies trying to make us believe we lack something as singles but this tactic FOMO is nothing new even Adam and Eve bought into this fallacy causing them to eat the forbidden fruit Paul's overall attitude impresses me he could have presented a lot of evidence to show he was missing out he spent many days of his life in various prisons as punishment for his beliefs and often experienced life-threatening situations during his frequent missionary trips. And yet, there is no record of Paul ever complaining. By all accounts, he lived a fulfilled life and his awareness of God's goodness filled his heart with joy. Now consider this. While enduring yet another prison sentence, Paul wrote to the believers in Philippi, Rejoice in the Lord always again. I will say rejoice. That sure doesn't sound like a man suffering from FOMO. Reason number five for rejoicing. God draws you close to him. 
God is more interested in my relationship with him than in whether or not I'm going to marry one day. And when I intentionally strive to get closer to God through prayer and doing his work, he provides me with supernatural encounters with him. The God of the universe. Isn't that amazing? That's when he changes my heart, makes me forget FOMO and helps me realize I am living my life to the fullest. If I look at what I want and feel I am missing, I feel the lack. But when I keep my eyes fixed on God, I see his spiritual reality. And James wrote, draw near to God and he will draw near to you. And you know, my singleness forces me to draw near to him, to seek his guidance. And as a result, God draws near to me, so I never miss out on a single thing. His goodness exceeds anything I can imagine. Because when I trust him, he embraces me. He opens the gates of heaven and pours out his blessings over me. And reason number six for rejoicing. God's gift is always better. Acknowledge that you're single and therefore different from your married friends and understand your singleness is a gift from God. And since it is a gift, you're not missing out, but you are getting more than you expected because God is good all the time. And all the time includes your singleness. He's our caring father. Think about your own experience. Do you see God doing great things in your life? Remind yourself of all the wonderful things he does for you. This will help you to stand firm when the going gets tough. When your FOMO lie kicks in. So no matter how bad your circumstances appear at the moment, God will never, never, never let you down. Being single in a world where everyone around you seems to be enjoying the great benefits of being in a relationship is no easy task. Let's face it, it's no easy task. It makes you feel like you're missing out on the good things of life. But be aware of cultivating the fear of missing out because letting it grow will only set you up to feel frustrated and make stupid decisions you may regret later. Despite your feelings of frustration, despite your dire perspective, despite your failures and regrets that make you believe you've missed the boat, you are not missing out. God has a great plan for you. He has not given up on you, nor has he turned his face from you. His promises still stand. When you put God first, you will never miss out. However, this doesn't mean everything will happen according to your desires or your life plan. God is more interested in forging your character, your eternal character, than in promoting your temporary well-being. I know that's hard to accept. But in the short term, from an earthly perspective, you may miss out on what seems important in this world. But from an eternal perspective, however, you will never miss out. Jesus promised us an abundant life. Or in the words of David, he said, My cup overflows. God is still your miracle maker and capable of turning your situation around. So if you change your focus by fixing your eyes on Jesus instead of what you lack, you'll realize that you're not missing out. God is good all the time. 
Or in the words of David, The Lord is good to all, and His mercy is over all that He has made. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. When we respond to God's calling, we find true joy and meaning. We have amazing resources waiting for you on our website, mymeaninginlife.com. If you've enjoyed today's session, please share it with your friends on your socials and help us review it on the platform you found us on. See you next time.